back with another episode of To The Moon. And on this one, I got two of my favorite people. Uh, you've never met any of my favorite people before. If you've watched this podcast, you know that's a lie because they're all my favorite. But these two specifically are incredible brothers of mine. Uh, Brian Madsen and Michael Mucker, both uh, just world-class people that uh, not only have uh, you know blown the roof off the Astro community with their uh, capacity to do business with each other, but with other community members, uh, I've seen them both grow. I've seen them uh, both grow substantially. You know, Brian coming from a pedigree in entrepreneurship and business, so he already had uh, things going. Uh, and Michael just coming in and 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 making a decision to change the way that he operated, and 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 things took off. And so, without further ado, I want to introduce uh, my YouTube community and everybody else who's watching. Brian Madsen. Michael Bunker, welcome to the moon, guys. How are you today? Doing fantastic, man. Amazing. Thanks for having us here. It's it's an honor to be here. I'm grateful that you guys are here. And, you know, uh, um, it's an interesting story how the two of you came into partnership with each other. And we don't want to start there because this good story never starts at the the climax. We got to give us a little bit of a lead up, right? So, uh, um, first, if you guys could, cause I want to hear from each of you independently, you're not, um, you guys came to, you guys came into business together from different paths. And so, uh, let's start with you, Brian, how did you come into entrepreneurship? How did you find the Astro community? Uh, and then we'll turn it over to Michael to ask, answer the same question, Brian. Absolutely. Okay. So, um, started entrepreneurship in, in a completely different realm in a tattoo and piercing industry. Um, you don't as say, I, as I'm sure you guys assume, <laughs> But, um, you know, I just I've, I've always inspired. I, I have a colorful past. Um, went on went on vacation for a few years. We'll, we'll, we'll say it at that and actually yeah. was introduced to real estate um, on vacation. And, uh, <laughs> I love how I love how people that are, you know, hanging out at uh, Club Club Med for, uh, you know, 10 to 15 are like, you know what I got to do? I got to get into real estate. That's it, right? Oh my I mean, gosh. that's it, it, you know wow. what? It, it sounds funny enough, but that's exactly where where I picked it up from. Um, I had actually a bunkie who was talking to me about how you can make a deal, and and the way they presented it to me, uh, you can make a deal with the seller on write it on a napkin, a contract. Hey, I'm going to sell you my house for X amount of dollars, and you turn around at the binding contract, you you open escrow, and you go and sell that contract to somebody else. And I was like, in prison, of course, I'm like, no way, that's illegal. I'm not coming back here. Yeah. No way. Sounds too easy, too good to be true. Um, so, but- so I want to, I want to just dive into that conversation. Right. So, so set the scene for us. You're sitting in the cell, right? You guys, you're bunky. He's like, yo dog, I heard about this thing. What did he call it? Wholesaling? Like what, what did he have a name for it? What did he call selling napkins? Like what was the, <laughs> what was the, uh, the, the premise of what, it, what I was he don't just- remember to be honest. I don't know. I want to say he did call it wholesaling, but he told me, yeah. So you don't know, you don't need a, a real estate license. Cause I said, I'm a felon. So what was I he can't. doing in there by the way? So that, you know, why didn't he just do wholesaling instead of whatever dumb shit he did to get him there? So he was actually a real estate agent. <laughs> I from, love from it. Your favorite. Oh my Your gosh. favorite. He was. And did he go estate. to prison for real estate crimes? Is that what it was? Um, he was uh, actually a bigger, bigger real estate agent in Southern California, and um, in, in the crash in 2008, obviously the banks couldn't be at fault, so they went to the next guy who's down on the totem pole, and. Mm. Um, 
sent some of them away uh, for mortgage, mortgage fraud, fraud basically. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people lied on applications in those times, and you know, stated. banks got people. Yeah, people got caught holding the bag and whatnot. So, yep. Interesting real estate. Uh, um, real estate agent goes to prison. You know, talks about wholesaling. Sparks your interest. You come out. You're like, okay. You're you know doing the test. Let me see the let me see the ink on your head. By the way, if you, if you look at Is that. that my mom right there? My oh, beloved dope. mom. Mom, no, brother. Got uh, my last name here. What do we got? I don't. I can't see which side. Which side? What is that? There's another lady on your head. Another. Oh no, no, that's a man. Actually, that's oh. uh, that. That's an old picture of Al Capone. Um, okay, cool, cool. Okay, and then yeah, um, we got some filigree on the other side, and then I always have my EMD on one side. I always got fifteen hundred bucks. Uh, you you always for, walk around fifteen hundred bucks. Always walk around fifteen hundred bucks. Never a penny less. That's uh, a thing for you. You're always known as the guy. You're, are you 1500 Madsen? I'm 1500 Madsen. There you go. I love it. I love you it. it. That's my new name. <laughs> talk, talk. <laughs> how did you, how did you find about, how did you find out about wholesaling? I imagine it wasn't in, you know, a cell, but where'd you, where'd you learn about it? Was it a blue genie? Was it an ad? Was it a, a you know, uh, who, how'd you get here? Yeah. So for me, you know, the story all started when I worked as a mechanic at Mercedes-Benz, right? Mm. So I worked there for about two years and was looking around at all these older mechanics that are in their 40s, 50s. And, you know, they're just in rough shape. So two years in, I decided it's not the path that I wanted to go down. So I had an offer to come work as a loan processor for my uncle who was in retail mortgage. Did that for a couple years and came across a ad that you did after going to the all in nation conference that you and pace spoke at. Um, I think it was in May of last year. And so went to that conference, had a great time, didn't know anything about wholesaling, but you answered a couple questions for me while I was um, standing up in the crowd. You guys were up on stage and the way that you just answered those questions in the most sincere, honest way really stood out to me. It was like, that's a great guy, came across one of your ads and got on the phone and I paid the money immediately, jumped into Astro and it was just, had a great time, you know, getting a hold of everybody in the community, seeing everybody doing deals. It's, you know, it was just a, amazing process to getting into astro flipping and it all started with you at that conference up on stage that really just spoke to me and said you know astro flipping is the way to go as soon as i saw that ad, it was a no-brainer to pay for that money right away wow yeah i never realized when i'm you know uh speaking in a convention or something like that i don't i it, it it's interesting who's listening, you know, and of course my, my goal is always to answer questions and people as authentically as possible. And, uh, you know, I appreciate that it, it resonated with you and, uh, thanks for listening to that. And obviously it's been beneficial for you. So, uh, I, you know, I think, I think we all won for that. So, um, you two, right. You guys end up meeting, I believe at the mastermind, is that the first, uh, connection that you guys had with each other? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so because uh, that was an interesting thing, right? The Astro Flipping Masterminds are a very special weekend. You know, you you're only a lot. It's only open to Astro Flipping community members, and so you can't just walk in off the street and, and come to the mastermind. You got to be a part of the community to go 
Um, it's not for everybody. I, I typically say, you know, when you feel called to come to a mastermind, take the call, right? But not until you feel called to be there because they're uh, transformative and not everybody is is ready and, and open to transform and, and it's hard to do in a weekend, right? And so um, walk me through how that uh, connection happened between the two of you over the weekend. Let's start with you, Brian. Go, um, so, wow, yeah, that was actually, it was, it was a couple of masterminds ago. I think it was uh, fe February, I believe, was, was the mastermind where, where I actually met, ran into Mike. Um, and I have never been an integrator. Um, it, it's just not my thing whatsoever. I like to get on the phone and, and talk and that's it. But other than that, I'm a, I'm a hot mess. Um, yeah. when it comes to the organizations and systems and processes. And, um, like you said, I mean, I have a little bit of entrepreneurship background, so I understood that and I really coming to grasp that, Hey, I'm not going to grow anymore. I need to get systems and processes in place. Um, um, other than, because I was hitting a brick wall basically. Right. So and, that was uh, essentially what brought you two together was Michael's capacity to integrate. And for those of you that are watching right now thinking, what is he talking about? What's an integrator? And an integrator is the person in your business who systematizes, organizes, and, and creates processes so that your business can A, be repli uh, replicatable, but scale. You know, when you are creating a business, you need to be able to have uh, standard operating procedures that not only you follow, but that if you, for you know, let's just say that Brian got sick or Michael got sick or they weren't able to come into the office and they had to hire somebody, that they'd be able to give that process to somebody else and say, hey, watch this, read this, learn this, and they should be able to replace somebody fairly quickly with just understanding those processes. And an integrator is essential to that happening. For instance, in my company, Key Glee, I'm not the integrator. I'm the Brian, right? I'm the talker. I'm the relationship guy. I'm, I'm the one who goes out there and connects the dots, but um, I don't build the dots, right? And so one of my partners, Hunter Runyon, is the integrator. He's now the CEO of Key Glee, and he was the individual who came in and said, okay, well, let's take the things Jamil does on a day-to-day -day basis, and let's create a process out of it. Let's map this entire day. And let's create something that we can systematize so that we can teach this to other people in the company and then they can replicate a success. And that's essentially what the integrator did. And so um, uh, tell me, Michael, what were the biggest challenges in, in integrating the processes for Brian? You know, the biggest challenge right away was just taking the ideas that Brian had. And trust me, Brian is filled with ideas. If there's anybody that I could go to for inspiration for something to build, it's Brian. I mean, we've only been partnered for 90 days and it took a month of solid work to get all the ideas and systems and processes built. So that way we could actually start moving forward in the business. So that's, that's fantastic. A 90 day runway. And you guys have done some incredible things in 90 days. Okay. So, so let's go through the, the 90 day, day game plan, because I don't think we've ever, we've ever done one of these on to the moon before where I can, I could walk what happened in 90 days that took you guys from just beginning a partnership to where you are right now. So, so ping pong on it. Let's start day one. Yeah. So day one, Really? I want to start day one though. Let me start Let's day go, one because I came one. back from from this past mastermind. Yep. After Mike turning me down for many dates, we're doing business loosely, but trying to actually partner with them, turning me down. Um, 
Well, I, I, I understand why Mike was turning you down because when Mike was at the mastermind with me, he was, he was in the middle of, he was in a partnership that wasn't serving him and wasn't working very well. And he had asked me for advice and said, what do I do? And I said, run, you know, get out of this and, and do what's best for you, bro. It's not, you know, you've got to be, you have to be very, very careful, not about who you pick as a partner, because, you know, most of the people in the community are, are upstanding and wonderful human beings, but you, not everybody's going to resonate with everybody. People have different styles of how they do business, right? And, and, I, and I think that the style of business that Michael was originally looking at just didn't fit what he was looking for. And so I think that he may have had a little bit of like, um, you know, he, uh, a, a, just a little bit of apprehension because he wasn't quite sure what, you know, how this was going to play out. But so you're, he's turning you down on dates. And then what happens? So he was just teasing me, though. We were doing business here and there loosely. He responded to my texts. We'd help each other out, but I couldn't get a commitment from him. <laughs> That's so funny. So, so go ahead, Mike. <laughs> so, okay, all right. So, so Brian's sending you, um, um, you know, memes of Beyonce single ladies. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, since uh, we met at the mastermind in February. You know, we just started helping each other out. Brian would come to me for advice on, you know, systems or ideas that he had. And, you know, I would jump on the phone with him sometimes for an hour or two and just go through his business and try to figure out how I could help him, you know, absolutely free. And then we had a deal that we did in Miami where we needed a Gator lender. And that's what Brian was at that time. And Brian said, you know what? You've helped me out in my business already for free, I'm going to lend you the 10,000 EMD for free. You know, let's just call it even at that time. And over the next couple months, you know, he's continuous, continuously asking me to partner up and I'm turning it down. I'm nervous. You know, I had that past partnership and he goes to the more recent mastermind that you held and he got back home his first call was to me and he said, Hey bro, like we've been working loosely doing some deals together. We just need to partner up. This is my final request. And something in me said, if I don't say yes now, this will be the worst mistake that I've ever made in my entire life. And I was totally right in that <laughs> I said yes. And it, the last 90 days has been phenomenal. You know, we built the systems and processes we got our VA up and rolling. Everything is just rolling super smooth. I mean, it's been the greatest partnership so far that I've ever been a part of. So what are the results in 90 days? You know, because it's uh, I got a, a lot of people come in and they're like, listen, I need to get something done in 90 days. Is it so, possible? Is it guys? Is it possible? 100 percent. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So the first month, we didn't really focus on doing deals at all. We focused on building systems and processes based off of the ideas that Brian had. So we really, we had like one wholesale deal in Arizona that was closing in that month from a loosely done deal that we were doing the month prior. It finally made its way to close. We made $5,000 in that first month. But once the systems and processes we're up and rolling in the last 60 days, we've made $60,000. Okay. So 60 K in the last 60 days, right? That's, I mean, 
what the heck? Uh, what are they mainly? Agent outreach, micro flip. What's the uh, JV, uh, MLS? What what are the what's the main strategy? So currently, what we're doing is we're sending out written email offers to real estate agents. And then once they express some interest in our offers, we then jump on the phone to close the deal to get it under contract. So these are on markets? Yes, everything is on market. Love it. Love the strategy. Man, oh man, oh man, oh man. Like all these all these donkeys out there with this idea. Listen, I again you guys have heard I cracked a little bit. I do do a little direct to seller now. Um, it's fine. I, you know, I'm I I I I'm allowed to. But here's the thing, right? The the I built the business of Keegley on on the premise of no marketing, no marketing expenses, right? And so agent outreach, MLS offers, those have been bread and butter for us, right? And so you guys are writing offers to agents. You are then getting the agents who are responding to you. Now it's a numbers game, right? Because you guys yes. are writing, you guys are writing realistic offers for the condition the properties are in. You're not lowballing people, but you're writing realistic offers. Uh, based off of days on market, based off of condition that you look at the photos of the property, based off language in the listing that shows signs of motivation, that gives you the signal that this could be an agent or a seller ready to hear from us. And then you construct a letter. Is you sending like an LOI? Are you sending a written email? Are you sending an offer? What's that process? And is it going through an agent? Are you going directly to the listing agent? Walk us through it. So I can walk you through the process. Essentially, we have our VA that uses a calculator that I've, you know, built a little bit based off of Jerry Norton's version of his calculator. I took that and really made it to be more Florida, Florida focused. So that way our VAs can really, you know, get out the correct offer very easily in under a couple of minutes. Okay. Our VA is sending out a hundred written email offers because we had a guy on Fiverr come through and basically transformed that calculator to say, Hey, here's your number. Let's go ahead and put it automatically onto an offer sheet. And all the VA has to do is copy and paste the entire offer sheet with our terms, price, everything that the agent needs to see. And they directly email the agent, the, the agent, listing agent. Then- Yes, the listing agent, correct. Awesome, good, good, good. So, so you don't then, create the friction of another buyer's agent going in there and mucking up that whole, um, you know, uh, that whole process. You want no, it's got to be directly to the so, listing agent. That's the path. So I'm going to stop you right here because we yeah. do use a buyer's agent. Okay, but so tell only, me about that. Um, our good friend Hugo Rivera. Want to give him a shout out. He's been another really important part of our business. Yep. Another fact, Astro, another Astro brother, phenomenal guy. Correct. I don't know how he has those muscles on him, but yeah, wonderful dude. <laughs> yeah. But basically, once the listing agent says yes, the seller will entertain the offer, we then pass the lead on to Hugo, which he then gets on the phone with the agent, you know, negotiates if needed, and gets the contract written up. He does all the negotiations for us and just does he take a percentage? Is he taking an, a, a commission? So is that all Hugo gets then? He doesn't participate in the deal. He gets the commission. Is that correct? It depends, depends on the deal. On the deal. So he gets his agent commission in Florida. If it's not a Florida deal, we split the deal three ways with him. And on top of that, if he helps us find the buyer, 
he can get the agent commission and we split the deal three ways with him if he brings a buyer to the table. So we try to include him a lot in our business on every on-market deal that we have. He is a really big, big part of our business because we do a lot of private money lending and things like that that we may be focusing on during the day. And having the time to jump on the phone with the agents and do the private money thing, it really takes a lot of time. And Hugo, we pass it right off to him. And he does all the negotiations. When it comes to the on-market deals, all we have to do is just quickly review the contract and sign. I think one of the interesting things is that I, I'd like to point out is Hugo is a part of the team, right? He's yeah. So he's a principal in the organization. So he's got a different kind of relationship to the deal than your standard buyer's agent, right? Your standard buyer's agent isn't developing rapport. Is just They're literally just typically just mass emailing out low balls to people with that that aren't that are not hitting the eight the real estate the listing agent in the correct manner which is why they're very rarely responded to but i i I do want to understand here because you have a va sending out the original um offer which i think is smart but it is um uh it, it would i would i would imagine a phone call might convert better but i i can't say that until i hear your numbers how many offers are you sending out to getting an offer accepted so we send out a hundred written offers a day. Now wow. we get roughly one to two offers accepted a week. It's a low conversion when you think about it. You I mean we're submitting 500 offers a week, getting one to two. But honestly, that one to two for us, you know, we're able to put our focus on the private money lending side. And really, yeah, it's, just, it's gravy. It's like you're on autopilot yeah. on the one to two, right? So exactly. for those one to two, and and that's just you're literally just going out there and 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 finding the most motivated of motivated people because uh, your offers are low, they're auto generated essentially, and yeah. and the if the agents just like had it, had it with the listing, had it with the situation, possibly even had it with the seller, they're just like this is an offer. Is the person on the other end of this alive? Okay, yeah, let's 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 accept this, right? So it's you're yeah. you're going after the lowest hanging fruit, but I why not, right? Like that that I mean that's brilliant. Okay, so you're putting out 500 offers, two offers get accepted a, a week, which you know again a low conversion rate, but God, those must be juicy. Um, what's the average uh, fee you're making per deal? Average average um, on the assignment fees is about 12 grand. Averages averaging about twelve thousand, uh, mm-hmm. pretty much on autopilot. And so, yeah. who are you dispoing through? You guys doing it yourself? Is Hugo doing it for you? What's your process there? We're we're dispoing. Hugo does help with with the calls. Basically, um, I start the dispo process, and then um, we if we can't get it moved fairly quick with my existing relationships, um, we're, we're on another platform where we're pulling uh, buyers lists in a particular area, and then Hugo's calling on. Um, those buyers. Awesome. Have, has my team been able to connect you to that, that platform yet? We're working on it. She said she's been waiting on response. Okay, Still waiting cool. on response from them. Okay, cool. I think that's going to really do well for you guys. Once we get that un- unlocked and open for you. Excited right about too. it. I've been bothering. Yeah. 
Good, good. Keep doing it because you're running a beta test for me. And uh, for those of you that are wondering what I'm to. talking about, I don't bring something to market until I heavily test it. And I make sure that, you know, it works for my team, that it works for the community, that people are making money with it, that it's legit, that it's all good, that the bugs are worked out. Then you hear me talking about it. So for all of you that think, oh, wow, Jamil's promoting something, understand the level of 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 testing and the level of of uh, oversight that we have in our our community to make sure that whenever there's something that I talk about, it's something that's working for people. Right. And so, uh, Brian is, uh, and, and, and Michael are going to be testing a product for me that is going to be helping on the dispo end. Uh, and, and that should be coming out within the next few months. If we do get a green light from the uh, community that this thing has been powerful. Um, but aside from that, okay. So you guys have this wonderful, uh, partnership that you've community that you've developed. You did sixty thousand dollars in the last sixty days in assignment fees. You're you're uh, private money lenders now, making money lending. Are you, is that primarily Gator lending that you're doing? Uh, um, it's we're doing a lot of yeah. It's through Gator. I mean, through the Gator community and whatnot. Um, we're we're right now doing a lot of gap funding stuff. So not necessarily the EMD, the littler stuff. We're doing those here and there. I mean, if you need them, by all means, reach out. Um, but we're doing more of the gap stuff, 20, 30, 40, 50,000 for 90 days, 120 days. Um, so, but I mean, that that's all, I'll, I'll say that's all come because of the communities. Right. Between. So like, and let's, let's, let's explain what gap is, right? So let's just say, for instance, you're buying a creative deal and you need to put $30,000 down in order to get into that deal. Um, and that's, it's a good deal. And so you need to get your hands on a private money lender that can help you with the 30 K for a small amount of time while you do the thing that you're trying to do in the deal. Well, Brian and Michael here, they would be the folks that you would reach out to, to do those types of gap funding deals. Is that essentially what we're talking about here? Exactly. You may also be looking at a, a wholesale opportunity or maybe a fix and flip or something of that nature where you're like, Hey, this deal is so damn good. I got to take this thing down. I, I got to take this thing down and get a hard money loan, but they need 20% down in order for me to do it. And I don't got the 20% down. Well, look at this. You, you come into the community, you work with somebody like Brian or Michael, you say, Hey, can you help me out with the 20%? And they look at the deal, they underwrite it. They like it. They say, yeah, okay, we'll come in with the 20% and they help you take the deal down, essentially being able to get into your deal with no money. Am I also correct in saying that? 100% yes. correct. So when, when, when my dumbass is on the internet or when I'm saying something in an ad saying you can get into this business with no money, no credit, no credentials, and people will help you. Is that a true statement? What 100% correct. We help um, I mean, that, that's, that's our passion and, and our goal. And again, just to, to revert back a little bit, me coming from a colored past and, and struggling and the way I look, it, it's hard to get somebody to help you. Yeah. Um, th that's where our passion at is, is the new investor, the younger investor and, um, to help them get started because they don't have a portfolio to go somewhere else and, and get those loans. I, Absolutely, uh, I, 100%. I, I really respect that. I really respect it. You know, interestingly enough, Brian, when I was first getting started and, and getting my feet back into wholesaling in America after losing everything in the crash of 08, I, uh, I had a relationship with a hard money lender that I'm still very close to capital fund one, right? They were my, they were my hard money lender, but I needed 20% down in order for me to take a deal down. And I actually, you know, you know, when they give you those little, 
those checks that you get as a part of a credit card. Credit card cash. Yeah. 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 I actually, I actually had to do that. Right. I had to, and it was, it was nerve wracking and you know, the debt servicing was insane. And the, the, the fee was insane. Like it was, there was just there, there, I couldn't catch a break now. Good, good thing. I made money on that deal. And I, you know, I was, I paid the cash advance that the, all the things, but, you know, it just it made it a lot harder for me. And had a guy like you been around in my network in the early days, I would have probably made a few more uh, million dollars just by having access to somebody to come in and help me gap fund my down payment so that I could, you know, scale and do more. And so I think what you're providing to the community is uh, a, a real essential need. And, you know, congrats on your success and being able to do it. I want to speak to the community for a moment here before we wrap, because I think there's people wondering, you know, what is it all about? You know, uh, is it is it is this is it too good to be true? Because, you know, how are you, how are you going to get thousands of people to come in and, and, and be this way? Right. Like, tell tell us about it. And I, again, I, I have I have not had a conversation with these two gentlemen prior to this. I, I actually purposely uh, cut off having too much discussion beforehand because I want authenticity in these things. Talk about the community. Tell us about what you feel. It's um, community. I mean, I, I think they, they say that it's that word sums it up. It, it really is a community. It's not a mentorship. It's a community because if you ask, I, I, I truly believe closed mouths don't get fed. And if you ask in this community, you will get help. You, you have to go. You have to ask. It's not going to be handed to you, but you need to ask and go do the work. Um, and there is tons, tons of people. I can sit here and, and go on with names of all the people that have helped me. Um, I'm sure Mike can do the same. Mike being one of them. Again, I asked, I asked, I asked, I asked for Mike's help where I needed help. And here we are. Um, but there's tons of Mike's in the community. Um everybody is is here to help and it's not even this community you get connected to other communities as well close-knit communities um and it's a it's a great network to be in you almost don't need to go anywhere else you can run your whole business out of this community and the relationships that come out of it awesome how about you michael what do you feel yeah and man i want to just piggyback on what brian said about relationships like since joining this community it's you know we form new relationships every week and with over four thousand members in the community it's not hard to find somebody to talk to and you know i remember when i was first starting in wholesale and i joined astro flipping i knew absolutely nothing coming in all i knew was retail mortgage and how to underwrite deals there but that did not translate into wholesale at all it was a totally different game and man all you have to do is make a post in the astro flipping community and you got everybody coming together to help you out i've had people send me dms to say hey i want to jump on a call with you and help you get this sorted out you know the community is just truly amazing even one thing that really inspires me is you see a lot of people in this world that really get down on themselves and think, oh, well, I see this person over here is doing really good, but I might be struggling on having that success. And 
they make a post in the Astro community and it's like the whole 4,000 community members, they all come together and lift this person up and say, hey, you can do this. We got your back and we're not going to let you fail. That is how the community is ran. And it has been the most amazing blessing to be a part of. Since day one, like Brian said, I've made many relationships with different people. Like John Galan, he is a massive influence for me. Mahmoud Issa, he helped me to get started in micro flipping. I mean, he showed me the strategy on how to get my first eight deals done. And I did that within two months after speaking to Mahmoud and doing, you know, the trainings that he helped me with. You know, that's just one example of the Astro Flipping community and having one relationship. One person that you talk to could change your entire career. You know, it could really just make you go to the moon. That's it. Well, guys, you know, and you guys did, you know, and you continue to lift off and and. I'm proud of both of you. I, I consider you both, you know, brothers. I, I'm grateful to have had uh, an opportunity to spend time with you both in the physical and uh, gotten to know you guys. And it's, uh, and it's really a blessing to see your hearts and the fact that you're the type of people, like Brian had said, that understand how hard it can be to get started sometimes. And, and you're the folks that will lend a helping hand out to somebody who's brand new and, and maybe even come from a, a place that uh, isn't conventionally looked at as, you know, lendable. Right. And so uh, what a, what an incredible, what an incredible uh, opportunity and what a blessing that you guys have both been in the astro flipping community to each other to me to others that are coming through uh wanting to get their first deal and many more after that and i'm sure there's going to be dozens if not hundreds of people who are going to want to connect with both of you guys and so uh my ask is how do people get in touch with you and do business with brian madsen and michael mucker what's the process you can get me at invest with brian i'm sorry invest with bm on instagram uh, and you can text me at 562-523-5433. Beautiful. Mike? And same with me. I'm going to be Michael Mucker on Facebook and Instagram. You can text me directly at 321-626-9550. And you can also reach us at 833-356-9569 to schedule a call with us. We'd love to jump on and help you guys out. So feel free to give us a call at any time. All right, guys, you heard it. Gap lending, private lending, gator lending, uh, coal wholesale, all kinds of opportunities that you guys can work with. These two wonderful human beings. Guys, welcome to the moon. You deserve to be here. And until the next one, everybody, we're out.